Swag, what what what's been going on with you, man? Uh, not much. Just been editing a lot. That's clear by all the uploads I've been hammering out recently. Yeah, no, you've uh, been uploading pretty consistently. Yeah. Yeah, I just got, like, that sudden burst of energy to edit, and then just, what was it? It was Gardic Phone, followed up by Gary's Mod, or Half-Life 2 shenanigans yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah it's been really fun. That's, that's sort of been, like, taken off. So. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's always a really fun game. <laughs> it's a fun game, man. Like, I'm gonna have to get in on it with you guys one of these times. Yeah, it's <laughs> ridiculous. Oh, real quick, you know what I wanted to mention? Mm. So, Cliff, Swag, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I watched this movie Voyagers last night. Mm-hmm. It was a new release that came out this year. Uh, I watched it last night. It's got, like, Ty Sheridan, uh, Lily Rose Depp, which is, that's Johnny's daughter. Mm. And a couple other kids. Colin Farrell's in it, too. I, I checked it out because, like, I saw the trailers and, like, the marketing. I thought, oh, this looks really cool. And I watched it. And, like, I liked it, but, like, it felt like the whole time watching it, I was like, I've seen better versions of this movie. <laughs> I mean, like, like the first, like, straight up, the first, like, 30 or 40 minutes of the movie, it was like, all right, I'm into it. Let's see where this goes. And then it sort of just becomes, like, a YA version of, like, Sunshine slash Pandorum. Which are two way better movies. And again, like I'm not I'm not saying this movie sucked. I'm just saying like it was like the whole time I was watching, I was like, yeah, I've seen better versions of it though. So <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was fine. It, it was it was beautiful to look at, like that's for sure. They shot the hell out of that movie. But yeah, just the whole time I was like, eh. Yeah, this is yeah, it's whatever. It's fine. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> I will say this though: Tom Sheridan, straight up, just proving like, yeah, he should probably still be playing Cyclops, but yeah. Disney felt the need to rip that franchise away from him. So, yeah. too bad, too bad. Why yeah. Disney? Why well, must you take these things away from us? <laughs> and then on top of that, just like pointing their finger at us and laughing. Like, I'm still not over the Quicksilver thing. Yeah, that was... Still not over it. I actually saw somebody today still, still like, clowning that whole thing. Which was funny, but... Yeah, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> See, I love the fact... I love that it's, like, it's been... God, what, four months now? Five months? People Something still like mad that. about it? Like, they all puffy chest about it? Like, can't believe that Disney would do that to me. Nah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I do believe it, but just you know, <laughs> this is the same company that Kate killed James Earl Jones twice, actually three times. Let's not play around. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. Not only that, but like the 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 showrunner on WandaVision tried to like justify it, like, oh, we were inspired by the uh, the Mandarin twist in Iron Man three. You mean the plot twist that literally Nobody every fan. Liked. Yeah. Like you were inspired by that? Oh man. Talk about tone deaf. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. You swung for the fence, bud, and you struck out. <laughs> pre 
whiffer on that one. <laughs> You're like another um, Disney film, you know, the one about the baseball player who just kept striking out, couldn't <laughs> hit the ball. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> Bravo. Brought it full circle, Cliff. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, this is Nerds of the Roundtable. Uh, I am Antonio Padilla. With me, as always, Cliff Miller, the Red Dog, as if you couldn't tell by all the merch in the background. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Swagtastic from YouTube, the disembodied voice once again. Uh, Hello. He <laughs> He's right there, in case you can't, can't tell. But, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we, we have a show. Not a very big one, but we got a show for you. Although pretty big topics to talk about, that's for sure. So <laughs> quality. Let's get it. Yes. Quality, not quantity. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into it though. We got a trailer. Trailer that I know we've all been looking forward to for a feels like a long time now. We finally got the first teaser trailer for Titan Season 2. I do have to clarify this is a teaser trailer and the Titans' social media pages all clarified we will get a full trailer next month leading up to uh, the premiere of Season 3. But that being said, this teaser trailer, pretty fire, if you ask me. <laughs> the first thing, I and I said this to Swag yesterday, was it not, Swag? Uh, yeah, I think so, actually. Yeah. Yesterday on the 17th, by the way, we are recording on June 18th, 2021, which is a Friday. So yeah, Thursday is when it dropped, Thursday, June 17th. So I said to Swag after the trailer, I was like, wow, they are really leaning into the Red Hood of all of this. And I like it. I really like it. I was not expecting to see the Joker, albeit from afar, uh, just beating Jason with that crowbar. Like that, I was legitimately okay. We're doing it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but Cliff, uh, what are your thoughts on this trailer, man? You excited or what? Bruh. When I saw when I saw Robin like pull up and then there's the it looked like a cop was just like hanging there with like the smile on his face. I was like, yeah. oh, we doing this. Yep. All right, let's go. Let's go with it. And then uh, they flash the different scenes, and then you see, like, the crowbar. And I was like, oh, let's go. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was freaking out. I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. That was legitimately my reaction as well. Like, not even like <laughs> And Cliff, the funny thing is, this week, like, for this trailer, I actually had a Cliff moment where I was like, oh, this is what Cliff feels like. Because I was in my car when the <laughs> So I was like, all right, let's watch this. And I'm just in my car. Like, I mean, I was parked, but I was. <laughs> just, oh, boy. <laughs> it was great. It was great. Swag, what about you? Oh, that was. Yeah. Like, again, it's that same thing of like not expecting it. Because I just started watching it. Like, it, it was on my recommended on YouTube. And I was like, okay, let's watch it. And I. I watched it. It was like the first thing I watched that day, I think. Uh, and yeah, I was not expecting them to go 
as deep into the Red Hood story as they did, and like even in just this, like it was pretty, pretty good. It was also really cool seeing the the helmet in action, like on camera with all the lighting and yeah. everything. It looked really good. I liked that. Yeah, like straight up, like everything looked really good in yeah. the trailer. Like you were saying, like just under the proper lighting with the, you know, everything color corrected and whatnot. Everything yeah. looked really good. It was also great just to see uh, uh, the Nightwing suit again. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I we were waiting so long to see it last time. So that was cool. Also, uh, the inclusion of Bruce Wayne, that shot of Bruce, and you see like the bloody crowbar laying in Wayne Manor. Like that, honestly, that shot got me. Yeah. I'm just like, all right, man, let's do, let, let's see what, let's see what this is going to like. I'm into it. Uh, we did also get our first look at Vincent Carthizer as Jonathan Crane, which is cool. I was not expecting him to go full beard <laughs> with his appearance, but I'm into it. I like it. Let's see what, let's see where it goes. But yeah, no, I, I'm really excited about this, man. I, I, you know, what, what else do I have to say? Like it trailer looked good. It got me, it got me. So Cliff, what about you? I like it. I'm in, and I can't wait to get the full trailer. So, and mm -hmm. you know, maybe I'll find out what happened to Donna. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> you will. It's like the only thing. <laughs> the only thing until she comes back, I'm just gonna be like, I don't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. Donna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wonder Woman 1984 opened up my eyes. <laughs> Episode really ends, did. and he's like, uh. There'll be time to do this again next week. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you were going to pick up on that. <laughs> and you did not disappoint me. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that was a critical role reference. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, Swag and I are into critical role. We're nerds. Um, <laughs> but yes, Cliff, I'm with you on that for sure. Swag, what about you? Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, like, I I love both seasons, again, aside from the finale, but it's, yeah. you know, I can't wait to get back into it, especially just to see, you know, this new story they're going to tell, and, and even just, again, the Red Hood story, which we're familiar with, but also to see what kind of twists and different changes they make to it. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited to see this, this new season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and also, before I forget, I do want to mention, so they they also wrap uh, production on season three this week. And while every, you know, everybody on Instagram, the cast, were posting, like, photos, like, oh, that's a wrap on season three. Can't wait for you guys to see it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, on Anna, Anna Diop's Instagram, who plays Starfire on the show, for those of you who didn't know. She posted a photo of herself and uh, Tegan Croft, who plays Raven. And Tegan was wearing something. <laughs> I'm not sure if this was supposed to be posted or not, but she was definitely wearing something that resembles the traditional Raven costume. However, without the, the cloak, without the hood. And I mean, like, it was a candid behind the scenes, like, they were giving each other a hug, like, hey, that's a wrap. So I'm sure, like, she took the hood off because it was probably pretty hot. Yeah. But see the suit under, like, it had the belt, the belt that we all associate with Raven, and yeah. So <laughs> I, 
oh, there it is. So just wanted to point that out in case anyone didn't see it. And if you did, let us know what you thought. Like, it got me pretty excited. And by, like, like I said, I knew uh, there was a story that came out a couple months ago that, like, she was doing a test fitting for something. So it was, like, obviously, like, yeah, she's going to be wearing her suit this year. So that's pretty cool. So, Cliff, I don't know. Did you see that poster or no? No, I missed it. I did. But I did see the photos for for Raven, and I'm like, we're getting there. We really are, and I'm, I'm super hyped about it. <laughs> yes, me too. Me too. Swag, I don't know about you. Did you see it or not? No, I wish I did. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to find it, and if I do find it, like I'm sure Swag will have put it up on screen for everybody to see. But oh, there it is. Uh, but yeah, so Titan Season 3, anybody who doesn't know, this is dropping again. Like I said, it's dropping August August 12th, which is also, uh, from what I just found out, when Season 4 of Young Justice is premiering. So we should get a trailer for that soon, which I'm hyped about because I love Young Justice. Y'all know that. But yeah, so August is going to be a big month, definitely. That's also when The Suicide Squad drops, which once again, you'll be able to watch it on HBO Max as well as in theaters. So there's that. All right. Um, I know I said we only had the one trailer to talk about this week, guys, but I completely spaced. And Cliff, you know this. We also got the trailer for season two of Stargirl, which oh yeah, had some dope uh, uh, stuff in it. <laughs> so <sighs> let's talk about it, man. Uh, I mean, obviously, the big one is we finally got to see Jade, the daughter of the original Green Lantern, Alan Scott which was awesome. She had the ring. She had the lantern. Blew my mind. I'm into it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> as well as, like, look, it's just great to see the characters again. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, that got me right here, seeing everybody back, uh, you know, doing their thing. So, yeah, man, I, I'm really looking forward to Stargirl. It's, this is, is this not also going to be an August premiere? August 10th, if I'm not yeah i'm pretty sure i saw that date too yeah so yeah once again just another thing happening this august <laughs> cliff i'm gonna throw it over to you what do you think of this trailer man no i'm excited to see a green lantern finally so i mean we get to actually check it out and then it is a full lantern it's not like uh you know she she was chosen but she wasn't like chosen like you know like how most people would associate can't chose by the ring but it was very cool i'm very hyped um there's gonna be a lot i like the interaction so far and you know like i was very honest i was like at first i was kind of like eh about this show but like yeah this show won me over and i'm like i can't i really can't wait till season two yeah 100 percent, man like i said like this show is like the ultimate example of winning over an audience because yeah like cliff <laughs> Cliff was not feeling it, but, like, by the time it was over, he was like, yeah, I, I love this show. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's pretty good. Pretty high marks for the for Stargirl. Swag, what about you? Season 2 trailer for Stargirl. Oh, yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, again, like, it was it was that thing, like, being happy to see everybody on screen again, and all these characters, you know, interacting with one another again. Like, it was... It was great because it's been a while since the end of the, last, the first season, so it was nice, you know, getting it again, even if it was just a small trailer. Um, but again, it also got me excited to to get a second season. And yeah, like seeing our lantern 
show up. Like, that's going to be great to have in the series. I can't wait to see what that's going to be like. Because they've already done, like, all these characters, like, really well. So it's like, I can't wait to see the effects and everything for, for Jade. So that's yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah. Can't wait to see what her suit's going to look like. And yeah. also, I have to I have to applaud them for not showing too much. Yeah. Because no, uh, John Wesley Shipp, he already shot his episode like months ago. And so it could have been so easy for them to throw him into this trailer to get people like super hyped about it. And the fact that they were like, we're going to hold off on that. <laughs> you know? It's like, bravo. Like, good showing some restraint on that, man. So, like, yeah. So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm super excited. I can't wait to see what season two is going to bring. Um, especially since we did get to see Shade, the changing man, in this trailer. Still no uh, no sight of Eclipso yet, which we know is the main villain of the season. So uh, we'll see. We'll see moving forward. But yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, if, you, if you've seen the trailer, let us know what you thought about it. Are you excited? Remember, uh, Stargirl has moved over to the CW, but this trailer proves that they are keeping up the with the same production and uh yeah so no worries over here all right so those are the trailers we got for you this week ladies and gentlemen let's move into the news where we got this piece of casting this week uh cliff i know you still haven't gotten into the john wick movies and that's totally cool However, I'm going to be like, Cliff, you might want to get on that soon because uh, pretty soon you're not going to be able to get caught up on them in time. Yeah. <laughs> However, uh, the news broke that Hiroyuki Sanada has joined the cast of John Wick Chapter 4. And y'all know I'm a huge fan of this man as an actor. He was most recently seen as Scorpion in Mortal Kombat. And again, just... He's in so many of my favorite movies. A movie I referenced earlier in the show, Sunshine. He's fantastic in that movie. Uh, he's amazing in everything he does. But, yeah, he is, has joined the cast of Chapter 4, opposite Keanu Reeves, obviously. But also, the previously announced, and unfortunately not reported on by us previously, uh, <laughs> Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen has also yeah. joined the Chapter four, yeah, <laughs> which is dope. Um, so yeah, man, like I'm look, obviously, I'm super hyped. I love this franchise, I love this man as an actor, he's phenomenal, he's fantastic. I am super excited again. They haven't disclosed who he's playing, what he's playing. Um, it could be you know, he could be a villain, he could be an ally to John Wick, which is what I'm hoping for <laughs> because I would love to see them team up. And just take down, take down the high table, which we know we know from the ending of chapter three that's going to be what happens. Yeah. So, yeah, man. I look. I can't wait to see this movie. I mean, these movies always have amazing casts. They just do. <laughs> so, yes, bring it on. Let's do it. Swag. I'm gonna throw this one over to you. What do you think about this? How do you feel? Oh, this is great because it's like. Like, yeah, like, getting introduced to, to him and his acting and both in Mortal Kombat and in Army of the Dead, even though his was very brief, in very brief moments, it was still pretty good. Uh, but, yeah, it's like, I can't wait to see 
whether he's going to be a new enemy or he's going to be an ally, which, yeah, it's like, I hope he is going to be a new ally because that would be great. So we get more of him. Uh, yeah. But, and even Donnie Yen, like, that's... Yeah, that's, that's going to be really great because it's like, you know, he's going to be doing a lot of his action stuff and that's going to be awesome to see. Uh, and then also just to see what his character is going to be like. I can't wait to see this movie just in general because that, yeah, like chapter two or three ended on like a very, sp- like a really big cliffhanger that's like exciting yeah. just to think about. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, exactly. be awesome. It is, yeah, yeah. No, and you're right about, like, Donnie Yen, because, like, the great thing about Donnie Yen is, you know, he's obviously martial arts expert, and almost every movie he's been in, he he will, like, uh, collaborate with the coordinators to to incorporate everything he knows and, and, and elevate fight scenes in whatever project he's in. So the fact that he's going to be in this movie working with, people like Chad Stahelski and, and, and his whole team. Like, that, that's awesome. That's exciting in a way that, you know, I, I hadn't even realized until I was just thinking about it right now. Like that, that's incredible. So, yeah. like, way to, like, kick it up a notch for Chapter 4. Like, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah. And, Cliff, I do want to get your thoughts on this. Like, again, like, I, I, we know you <laughs> haven't seen the movies, but... Regardless, like, how do you, how do you feel about the way this this cast is shaping up? Um, all right, so we'll start with Sonata, right? Um, it's definitely awesome seeing that he's in there, and yeah, we just talked about Scorpion, and you know, like, even I was talking about it when we talked about him getting when he got casted for Scorpion. I talked about how you know I loved him from Lost, and how like going forward, like he's just continuing like just this badass character, like in all things that he's in. So I'm definitely hyped about it. Donnie Yen, um, I know I thought I read a rumor somewhere that he's gonna be alongside uh Keanu so for the John Wick movies he's gonna be like aiding him um it's funny because I'm glad that we actually get to bring this up so me and another friend we got into this argument right and we were talking about baddest kung fu fighters in a a four-person tournament right and we were talking about Donnie Yen uh, Jet Li Jackie Chan and god I wanted to think I'm trying to remember um it was there was another person we brought in, in a conversation, Tony Jaw. That's what it was, and we were talking about like who we thought was the best fighter of all, all four of them, right? And I said Donnie Yen, and so many people got mad at me because I said Donnie Yen. They're like, "Have you seen any of his movies?" I was like, "I've seen them all," and he's beaten world champions. I was like, "He beat Mike yeah. Tyson." I was like, "What yeah. happened?" <laughs> it's yeah. like in a movie. I was like, "Who?" I was like, and they're like, uh, "Someone was just like." Uh, well, Jet Li beat Nathan Jones. I was like, everyone has beaten Nathan Jones. Like, <laughs> that is not something we brag about. <laughs> oh, but I, I no, thought about it. I was like, go, go ahead, go ahead. I was like, Donnie is like, like the way that he uses his martial arts in his movies, like you could clearly see it's him. It's not like, you know, I, I love Jet Li, but Jet Li obviously has a lot of choreographed that goes into his work. And then Tony Jaws is, is this complete badass himself. But it's just something about Donnie Yen, the, his smooth mannerisms are just like, just yeah. you can always tell like he's always calm no matter what happens. And I was like, I was like, yo, like you have to go with him. I was like, there's no reason not to. It's like, I love this man. <laughs> Dude, Donnie Yen is, is, look, this is so funny Like we're talking about this because uh, <laughs> when I did, 
when I did the episode with Lee, uh, Alicia McClendon, her and I were talking about Donnie Yen and like how you know how, how awesome he is and like what an inspiration he is. But like we were talking about like uh, or not, not her and I, but like um, Donnie Yen plays Yip Man, the man who trained Bruce Lee. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> like what do you? Like, game over right there. Check and no i'm with cliff man like there's no argument here like donnie yen is like he could take everyone out you know what i'm saying and again no disrespect like 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 cliff saying uh tony ja amazing incredible uh jackie chan a legend obviously Uh, you know it it goes without saying like all these guys are fantastic amazing but like if i were to choose one yeah donnie yen Uh, easily like that's not even a conversation (laughs) like yeah i was like i was like but how do you has like We've seen the movies where, like, all these top stars are with with Donnie Yen, and then, like, as he's playing Ip Man, and, like, just obliterates people. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yo, I was like, uh, and, and, and full disclosure, it was with Anthony, and Anthony was like, there's no <laughs> way she could ever beat Mike Tyson. I was like, he did it. Twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So hey, yeah, man. I love Donnie Yen. <laughs> Donnie Yen's the man. And like Cliff and I go like way back in our love for Donnie Yen. Like this isn't even like a recent thing. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> we we've been fans of him since we were like teenagers. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean like look. I yeah. <laughs> Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen's the man. So yes, if he's gonna be in a John Wick movie, sign me up. I mean I was already there. Y'all already have my money. <laughs> it's on. But yeah, and, and Swag, I'm glad you brought up um, Army of the Dead. Like, yeah, because here you Sonata was also in that. Again, like mm-hmm. you said, like, didn't have a big role, but he's sort of the dude who sets everything in motion in that movie. Yep. You know? And without him, it, it doesn't work. And it totally works. Um, yeah, and that, that's another one of those things where, like, Swag and I talked about it. And again, ladies and gentlemen, like, we we haven't talked about Army of the Dead yet. because Cliff, have you seen it yet? No, I have not seen it yet. That's why. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> that's why. But uh, without getting too, too deep into it, without spoiling anything for Cliff, like, I, I was talking to Swag about it. It's like, the movie introduces a lot of concepts and ideas and it doesn't fully explain a lot of them, but that's because there's a prequel coming out. They already shot the prequel. There's a prequel coming out. There's an animated series that's going to be on Netflix. And obviously again, minor spoiler alert. If you've seen the movie, there's obviously going to be a sequel. So there's going to be room to expand upon all the stuff that was introduced in this first movie. Um, and hopefully Hiroyuki Sonata's character is one of them. So, yeah. No, I, again, like, I just want to bring that up because, like, yeah, man, like, this dude's everywhere. He's been in almost everything this year alone. <laughs> like, that, I saw someone refer to this as the the, the Sonata songs, and I was like, <laughs> like that? I'm going to put that on a shirt. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, man, like I said, I, I say this about everyone who I'm a big fan of, but put this man in everything. Mm-hmm. Seriously. I put him in everything. I'm there. But, yeah, so that's awesome. Can't wait to see the movie. It's going to be great. 
All right, let's uh, let's move on because we're gonna get into games, ladies and gentlemen. And if you remember last week's episode, we did talk about how E3 was happening last week, and we did promise you some coverage of it this week. However, before we get into E3, and uh, there's a specific discussion Swag wants to have this week as well. But before we get into that, Cliff, you brought up that Call of Duty, the new season of Call of Duty dropped. So I'm gonna hand it over to you, uh, you and Swag, if you both want to talk about it. Uh, go ahead. On to you. This is mostly Yeah, so let's talk about... Let's <laughs> talk about... It let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, Swag. This is all on us. We don't, <laughs> okay. don't want to choke this. <laughs> all right. How are we going to start this off? Well, let's be real, okay? So we find out that um, satellites are crashing into the Earth. That's what we find mm-hmm. out. <laughs> it's specifically Verdask. I don't know why Verdask is the, is the choice, but it is. <laughs> yeah, of all places. <laughs> Everything happens in Verdask. <laughs> Nuclear bombs, zombies... Fucking satellites, the works. Uh, this season, we're gonna get three new characters that are gonna be ad- uh, added to the game, which is pretty cool. We got a bunch of new skins. We got two uh, major, uh, one uh, LMG and one also AR that's gonna be added to the game. Assault rifle. Uh, I think it's like the CR86, if I remember, and the LR82. Uh, the other, the other weapon of choice, which is my personal choice, uh, you get a nail gun. That's right. You just shoot people with a nail gun. <laughs> yeah, I actually remember seeing that. <laughs> and also, at close range, it is the deadliest thing ever. It takes three shots to take a guy out, and I'm all about this life. This <laughs> <laughs> yeah. gun is so OP. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, what I really liked about the... Uh, we, we ran into it by accident, actually, last night when I was playing. Um... But when you pick up the satellite links, you can actually take one of the satellites down. You only get one per game. So if your team does it early in the game, you don't get it for the rest of the game, which kind of sucks. But it's all right with me a little bit. But you get an advanced UAV off of one. Another one that you can do is you can actually get the truck. So you get a, you get a new truck that legit has its own trophy systems. It has its own, uh, <laughs> its own <sighs> box to it. You can upgrade it. You can put more armor on it. You can oh, do wow. everything with this truck. It is amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's a it's a beast. And then, like, as you put more money into the truck, you get more stuff for the truck. So it's it's crazy. So there's gonna be a lot going on with it right now. Um, big news too. This was actually something that I was really excited for. Is that if you go to the gulag, and I went there all the times that we played, uh, it's it's the middle section from yacht. So if you guys are familiar with what oh, yacht yeah. is like, yeah, you get to run yacht on a, on the game. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh wow, that's cool. I actually did. I did watch the trailer, and I'm looking at the roadmap right now. What they've all got planned for this season. Uh, I did. I totally forgot. Yeah, like the the whole thing this season is the satellites in Warzone, which yeah, like it's. I don't know why. <laughs> Verdansk is the hot spot for everything. The place just sucks. I don't know why people choose to build a city there. <laughs> Uh, but this is, like, if I were playing, like, it would definitely, there's a lot to do this season. Uh, also, you did, did you mention the new score streak, the hand cannon? No, I didn't mention that one. <laughs> yeah, that thing's like, it's basically just a desert eagle, but with a huge, like, a massive green laser on the top of it. <laughs> From what I hear, it's pretty OP. <laughs> I'm gonna go unlock uh, that tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's, I actually did see gameplay. It looks fun. 
definitely looks like it's a fun thing to use. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do want to mention, though, as somebody who, like, who didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to uh, Warzone uh, the last few times I played Call of Duty, uh, if you are just looking for, you know, other stuff to do, if you're a Zombies fan, there's new there's a new Outbreak map that's coming out, and then a whole new entire map. Uh, what's that? Mauer du Der Toten? That's the new one? So yeah, yeah if you're looking for new Zombies stuff, that's... <laughs> That's coming out, so yeah, that sounds like fun. Might have to download the game again and check it out. I know, I'm telling you, man. Like when I was running with yacht last night, I was so mad because like I knew like there's the there's an opening to the left, opening to the right, so I'm like throwing like grenades down one side and you know stuns on the other, <laughs> and I go run back to the side that I threw the stun at, and some dude would just shoot me in the face, and I was like, this this is, this is terrible. <laughs> I was like, I'm not winning. <laughs> I went like one for seven. I was like, I feel terrible in this game right now. <laughs> There's a reason why why me and my group of people referred to that map on Black Ops 2 as the murder boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was something else. The advanced UAV goes for three minutes, by the way, in this game. Jeez. Yeah, so it's a long time to run it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you yeah. can't hide. That's... Uh... <laughs> Nope, no you can't. No. <laughs> yeah. That's got to suck for anybody in, like, the final circle. <laughs> it's like, we got a chance. Advance UAV overhead. Ah, well, time to pack our bags. We're going home. <laughs> well, the crazy thing, though, is that it, let's say you run in Ghost, and Ghost on uh, in Warzone, and you get hit with the UAV, you just show up as a dot. You won't yeah. tell you what direction you're looking in. You just show up as a dot. Whereas, like, if you don't have, obviously, Ghost, you show up as an arrow. And which yeah. way they're looking. <laughs> yeah, to know exactly where you're looking. <laughs> right. <laughs> what you're aiming at. <laughs> yeah. And that's the update for Season 4. There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're playing it, let us know. Let us know what you think about it. If you're having... Uh, if you've experienced any of this. <laughs> so <laughs> there it is, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So uh, thanks for bringing that up, Cliff, because otherwise I would have... I yeah. would not have. So, awesome, awesome. But, uh, all right, so let's get into the uh, E3 coverage. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I was a little disappointed with E3 this year because yeah. there just wasn't a whole lot that they talked about that I really cared about. I know a lot of people were excited. About, like, what's the one that everyone was excited about, Spike? Was it Returnal? Uh, Elden Ring. El Elden Ring, yes, that's the yeah. one. That's the one. That's the one everyone was excited about, and like, hey, good for you. I'm just saying, like, it, it, not for me. Yeah. But if you're excited about it, that's awesome. That's cool. Um, yeah, there just wasn't a whole lot for me personally. Um, apparently, WB Games had a panel. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I nobody, neither of us <laughs> knew. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Neither of us knew it happened. Like that's how underwhelming it was. Like even now, trying to find information about it is like. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I have no idea what they presented or what. So, yeah, I, that's how kind of underwhelming everything was at E3 this year. However, there were, there were there is something I do want to talk about. And, I, like, it, it's like a 50-50 thing where, like, yeah, I think it's, it's cool and, like, I might check it out. But at the same time, I've got a lot of, like, 
again, kind of some uh, some some critical thoughts on it. So, like, Square Enix had a, a presentation, obviously, and sort of their big their big announcement was the Guardians of the Galaxy video game. Yeah. Which again, cool, very cool. Uh, I liked the look of the game. I think, like, visually, it looks stunning. It looks incredible. And I honestly didn't run into any of the problems I had with the Avengers game, like with the the character models and designs or anything. Like for once, I was happy that that Star Lord didn't look like Chris Pratt because fuck Chris <laughs> Pratt. Um, <laughs> we're, we're not going to get into that right now. Uh, but but I look, look, I liked the design. I I really liked what they did with the character's hair, <laughs> which yeah. I thought looked really cool. Um, and I like Swag and I talked about like that Avengers game where they did the Marvel thing where they applied the the Marvel Studios color grading to that game, which made it look like you were looking at dry, uh, at wet cement the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> yeah, the whole time. This game, however, does not have that problem, or at least based on the trailer, anyways. Yeah, like the very colors colorful. look very vibrant and rich. Yeah, it looks really good. So that looked really cool, and yeah, I mean, like, overall, the game does look very cool, but there were a few things that kind of you know, rubbed me the wrong way. And again, it's nothing to do with the game itself, but, like, during the presentation, like, the, the developers and people who worked on the game were doing interviews and stuff, and they were talking about how this is our chance to to present our version of the Guardians and, you know, to, to give them a fresh new take that's completely original to us, and it's literally just Guardians of the Galaxy from the movie. Yep. Like, literally, all the all the characters feel exactly like they're from the movies. All the dialogue, all the... It sounds like they're trying to do James Gunn James dialogue. Gunn, yep. <laughs> like, this isn't fresh. This isn't new. You're just doing an imitation of what James Gunn did. So, like, don't say you're doing a fresh new thing when you're just imitating what came before. Yeah. But that's really the thing that kind of irked me about that presentation. Also... If you'll remember in last week's episode of this show, we talked about the Masters of the Universe trailer. Fantastic. Loved it. Uh, but they used uh, Waiting on waiting for a Hero. Am I getting that right? In the in the, tra- the song. Yeah. Yeah. It's either Waiting for a Hero or Waiting on a Hero. Regardless, you know the song. Everybody knows the song. So imagine how surprised I was when that same song played during this trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy. And I... Again, it's a great song, and I get mm-hmm. that like you're trying to evoke <laughs> time period by using that song, and that's great, but it felt like are we doing this again? Like, I was like you know what I mean? Like, Because I spoke to Swag about this, and again, like, this is not a judgment on the game itself, it's like, it's the marketing people, because I talked to Swag about this, and Cliff, I'm sure you noticed this as well. From like 2017 to even just last year, 2020, sort of the go-to 80s song was Blue Monday by uh, New Order. And look, I love that song. It's a great song, and I'm never going to complain about hearing it. But it's like every time someone wanted to evoke the 80s, they would use that song. And it did kind of get a little annoying. And I'm like, is this going to be the next one? Uh, is this going to be the go-to like, 80s song to get the 80s vibe across? If so, I'm not. <laughs> and it's funny because uh, on Kevin Smith's podcast, Batman Beyond, him and Mark Bernard actually spoke about this specifically, where they said, thank God we, were the, we got 
we dropped our trailer four days prior because if we had been <laughs> to do it, like we would have got destroyed. And I was like, yeah, probably <laughs> for sure. But yeah, that was sort of those were sort of my only two gripes with the presentation. Also, kind of disappointing that you're not going to get to play as the Guardians. You're only Star Lord is the only in the game. Which is disappointing. That's that would be like I said this to Swagger. That would be like if they dropped that Avengers game and you could only play as Iron Man. Yep. Like you understand how like misleading that is. Like that's like this isn't really an Avengers game then. You know. So it's like this really isn't Guardians. If you can only play as Star Lord, like that's yeah. Why not just call it Star Lord? Like that's call it Star Lord. And. And then Tiny Text and the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would have been a more accurate title for this game. And again, like I'm sure there's going to be DLC sometime later where you could probably play as some of the other characters in like side missions or whatever. And that'll be fine. But yeah, as of right now, it's kind of kind of disappointing. I don't know. Yeah. Swag, what about you? <laughs> yeah, I don't really... Because I remember seeing it, and I watched it, and then I was... <laughs> I think I even said it out loud, because it opens with the, the studio names coming up. And I was like, it's the same people! Like, just super... I was <laughs> like, I don't have faith in this whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Like, the second I saw the same studio names that made, for other people who made the Avengers game, like, all my hope was gone, just out the window. <laughs> And then even just watching it, I was like, this is, you know, it's fine. Like, I laughed a little bit. And, like, I think that also helped the fact that I didn't, like, watch the full thing and hear somebody say that they were trying to do something different. So, think like, it's like, oh, no, they're just doing the movies. Okay. But, <laughs> like, you know, like, it got a laugh out of me every now and then. It was a fun trailer. But it's yeah. that thing where it's like, I don't know how I feel about, like... Like, I think I'm going to approach this cautiously. Uh, like, I'm going to watch everything that they release on it, and I want to, you know, make sure that this is something I want to be interested in before I go all in like I did with Avengers and then end up disappointed again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's funny, like, before I forget, like, they confirmed this is not connected to the Avengers game. Like, it's a separate continuity. Hmm. Like they're not even trying to build a connected <laughs> universe with their video games, which is, I mean, I get that like Avengers and like the Spider-Man games are not connected because those are different developers yeah. altogether. Like I get that, and I remember people were upset about that at the time. But like these are the same developers, and even they're like, no, they're not connected. They're <laughs> separate. That's a little weird. But, also, you know, I do want to bring up, now that you mention it, uh, I just remembered they said that they were supposed to be a Spider-Man character available for people who pre-ordered the game this year. And we mm -hmm. haven't gotten anything about that. <laughs> nope. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, cause I remember that announcement as well, and it was... Yeah, it's been a while, so... Yeah. <laughs> where's that at? But, it's like, yeah, where's Spider-Man? So, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. We got Black Panther, though, if you want. We got Black <laughs> Panther coming out. You want to yeah. that up? And I'm like, yes, but we're Spider-Man. <laughs> like, like, yeah, sure, but, I mean, we were promised Spider-Man. <laughs> you said Spider-Man. I want Spider-Man. Uh, 
but yeah, no, it's just it's 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 weird, man. I it's such a weird thing. Cliff, what did you have any thoughts on the Guardians of the Galaxy video game? Yes, I'll probably be on the minority side because I actually liked everything about it. <laughs> My, well, I'll be real, I'll be real, and I can agree to your point about the song choice yeah. pretty mm-hmm. lackluster, just because, like, like you said, He Man. But overall, it's like, yo, I really, I was like, I love the feel of the game. And you didn't, so to be fair, you never say anything bad about the game because the game itself looks like it's beautifully done. I'm very much a, yeah. a, like, a fan of the artwork behind it and the way like the characters are interacting. It is kind of a bummer. I didn't hear that part about you can only play as Star-Lord, so that does kind of suck because yeah. I was only imagining running the game as Rocket anyway. Rocket, and... yeah. <laughs> That's what we all wanted. <laughs> I want to be on tracks and just not move. That's what I wanted to do. <laughs> But imagine doing that and getting a, a trophy. <laughs> you get, you get, that like you don't move, right? So like the game starts as like choose your character, right? And you choose Drax and you don't move. And like you don't move for like three minutes and then credits roll. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I want. <laughs> and then the trophy comes up and it's just like, like a statue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I do understand, like, it is, and you're right, it is kind of played out with, like, the 80s. There's, like, so much good 80s anthem songs out there that you could choose anything. And, you, and we do. We hear, like, the same three songs because it is either Blue Monday or uh, Holding Out on a Hero or uh, the Immigration Song is another one, which, by all means, that fits in Thor's world. But I just... Yeah. I yeah. just don't see it like, and everybody else is like, "We gotta put this song in there too." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> you have so many anthems that you can use. All right, yeah. so I do understand that, and I do understand that point. So I have to agree with you on there. But I don't know, man. I just the game itself looked really great, like I said, and I, I'm hyped for it. But uh, yeah, it is kind of a bummer that it's not a connected world. Even though I don't want to play the Avengers game because I thought I was I was very open right off the jump. I was like, "This game looks like trash, and I don't want to play it." Yeah. And then when it came out, everybody just confirmed what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> and even now, even now, like our good friend Chaz is always like, "Hey Cliff, when are you gonna play Avengers?" It's like never. Even if that shit comes up for free, I don't have to disc <laughs> on my PS4 to turn on. Okay. And the fact, and I do remember too that that was like a big thing that they announced on the Avengers game that if you pre-ordered it on PlayStation, you got Spider-Man. Yeah. And to know that you haven't got Spider-Man, that's another issue with that game that I'll never play. <laughs> yeah. And so, and the fact that you can't connect a universe like to Guardians of the Galaxy, really? Yeah. You know what? Like, as as good looking as this game looks, I'm just going to be like, uh, pass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, like, like straight up. I didn't up, sign up for Star Wars. I didn't, I didn't start start off to play the game Star Lord and four other bitches. Okay, playing <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Damn it. No, I, I'm with you, Cliff. And again, like, like you, you, you did sort of say it, but it's like, yeah, like I didn't really have anything negative to say about the game itself. It was just sort of some of the weird stuff they were doing, just sort yeah. of talking about it or whatever. Like that's really where it was like. Mm, I don't know about this, but yeah, like uh, I'm with you. I'm with Wag. It's like the, these guys dropped the ball on the, their last big game, and it's like yeah. I don't know if I want to go down that <laughs> that path again. So. Yeah. I did hear that part too that you mentioned when they're like, "We're gonna put our own spin on this universe." And Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, 
they all they no, they're all James Gunn characters. That's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> like I want Star Lord. If I'm gonna get if I'm gonna get a serious Star Lord, let me get a serious Star Lord. Let me yeah. get a comedic rocket. Let me get Groot say more than three words. <laughs> like, yo, I know yeah. that's a different that's a different spin, even though people be like, I don't accept it, but I don't care. It's a different spin. What did you do? You cut Gamora's hair. That's what you did. Ooh shit. Oh my god, man. <laughs> yep. That's a uh, I do want to say like the, the 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 character designs I actually really like for this game. Yeah, yeah. No, even yeah, though even though Groot looks, you know, still looks very but like what can you do differently about Groot? <laughs> yeah, I mean he's a tree. You can't yeah. really do much about that. <laughs> but like everybody else, like I, I love the jacket that Star Lord has in this game. Like it looks really cool. Uh also just to it does give me cyberpunk vibes, which is kinda funny to think about <laughs> like I, I did get those vibes too when i was watching the 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 model or whatever i was like oh that's cool it's like hey, it looks a little familiar yeah <laughs> it's cool nonetheless but yeah no i i, I like the character designs i like the model i think gamora looks really cool i like that yeah. drax look more like comic book drax i do like that um yeah i again i don't really have anything ne- negative to say about the game itself it's mostly just <laughs> the developer <laughs> so yeah same here because like yeah like this could like i, said, I just want to take it slow like i don't want to get super pu- pumped yeah. for it but the, <laughs> the yeah but the <laughs> like it, it they could change my mind easily if they do like a full gameplay breakdown soon and like it doesn't look absolutely boring like avengers was yeah oh man yeah. if that isn't the biggest relationship like squad <laughs> like i've ever heard in my life i just want to take it slow you know, <laughs> maybe date a couple other games before we ever get into a full commitment with this one. <laughs> that is legitimately yeah, yeah it's like look um this isn't really working out but hey like let's stay friends okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like we can, we can keep a distance. If we can, you know, I'm gonna go see other games while I'm like trying to see you at the same time. <laughs> like, just, what? Your sister? Right. Your life is strange. No, I don't. No. no uh, <laughs> meanwhile, you're just like <laughs> we're gonna we get we're gonna get brunch with our friends. <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Swag, thank you for bringing that up because that's like the, the other thing I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing I want to talk about at E3 again. Square Enix, they did, uh, they did announce, and there was a trailer for the Life is Strange Remastered Collection. Which, look, uh, this I am excited about because the original Life is Strange was a really awesome game, and getting to see the remaster. You know, they did the thing where they do the here's what it looked like before. This is the remastered version, and it looks great. So, and yeah, like, I never owned Life is Strange. I played it with other people. Um, so yeah, like, I'm definitely going to pick up the remaster and replay that. Especially since they have the new the new Life is Strange coming out, and that one looks really good as well, as opposed to some of the other uh, sequels <laughs> slash prequels, which weren't very good. But, uh, but yeah, Life is Strange also had a great uh, panel slash presentation here and i was you know everything they were saying about the about the new game got me really excited and really hyped about it so yeah man i i'm looking forward to 
Life is Strange. I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna pick up the remaster. Definitely gonna play the new one. Yeah. So thank you, Swag, for bringing that up. Swag, what about you? Like I oh, I know yeah. you're just a fan. So what do you think about this? Yeah, that was seeing the the you know the comparison trailer. That was mm-hmm. that was cool. And like I know like again like it before they even started comparing things. Like I noticed a lot of differences and i was like oh wow yeah this is definitely a remaster this looks a lot better than the original (laughs) uh but yeah no like it's gonna be great to play that again uh the first one and then again like with this new one like i remember i saw that trailer like it it's funny how i found out about it too because like it wasn't even a trailer that got recommended to me i was just modding my fallout game and i got an advertisement on my the modding website and i was like wait what is this a real thing i went to youtube and looked it up and i was like what how did i miss this i watched the whole thing and i was like this is awesome i don't know how i missed this but this is awesome yeah <laughs> it's like yeah i can't i can't wait for this new one this is gonna be you know a lot more it's a funny joke to make here but yeah it's it's a lot of emotions the waiting in this game <laughs> yeah for sure yeah that that was the other thing that's like i can't wait to play the remaster and just to break my heart all over again <laughs> yep. it is, man like all the choices you have to make in that game heartbreaking Rough. yeah <laughs> so yeah man i can't wait i can't wait it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun so yeah, so that is uh, that. Those are the things that kind of were the big ones that I wanted to talk about. Uh, I don't know, Cliff. Was there anything else uh, that happened at E3 that you wanted to talk about? No, but I did want to make a a, a note that uh, one of the characters in Life is Strange in the remaster looked a lot like Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and I was like, "Is Lucille with him?" Because <laughs> that's all I really care about. <laughs> Does he have the bat suit? Is that that's what I care about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Nice. Nice. Swag, uh, anything else you want to talk about that happened at E3 this year? Oh, yeah. Uh, like, this was a big one that I want to mention. Uh, Battlefield. Uh, that was a thing. Uh, I don't... And here's the weird thing, because I remember, like, it, it came... It was being streamed on a YouTuber, Jack Frags, who I watch for a lot of my Battlefield stuff. He was doing a stream that day, and he was breaking down the gameplay trailer that had just dropped. And just in the chat, I was just getting a bunch of... uh, negative opinions? And I was like, what? What's going on? So I didn't... And I didn't see it, because he was already just like, oh, this looks like this. And I was like, okay, hold on, let me go watch it. And I watched it, and I got to the end, and I was like, I don't know why people are, why people don't like this. This looks yeah. just more like four, but you know, new engine, bigger, bigger scale combat with more players. Like it looks fun, looks interesting. Um, oh, and yeah. then I was reading the. Co- I still got no context as to what happened, but I was reading the comments, and all that I found were just people like. There was a bunch of comments of people like, this looks. This looks sick. Can't wait to buy it. Reordering, like day one purchase for me, and then uh, the only like one that I found like relating to the hate was just somebody saying COD haters, and I was like, what? <laughs> I even looked at the replies to that one, and there was nothing, like there was no context to any of it. 
and I just le- left it behind me. I was like, whatever, like people don't like it, okay, it's, it's fine. And today I looked at it, and it's got 4K likes and 135 dislikes. So it's more people like it than they hate it. So <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like I think that goes to talk about people on the internet in general. Like haters are generally the minority. They're just very loud. Yeah. You know what I mean? Haters tend to be very, very loud, and they tend to drown out all the positivity, even if the positivity is the majority. Like, yeah. I had to look at that real quick about the internet. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. So, yeah, like, I, I, I'm sure that's what happened here as well. Because yeah. the majority of people who like a thing on the internet usually just don't say anything. Because it's like, True. oh, yeah, this is good. I will, I will consume this content. And, yeah. you know, they're not online leaving comments or... Or, or, you know, engaging in, 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 you know, engaging with trolls or whatever. They just kind of, yeah. like, yes, I like this, and I'm going to go on living my life. Whereas yeah. haters have nothing else going on. <laughs> they're so bored, them. yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've got to blow up the comment section, and, like, you know, it's like, that's what they do. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, like, you know, aside from all that confusion, like, it looks... It looks good. Like, I heard a lot about what they were doing before, mm-hmm. like, we got even just the, the CG reveal trailer, which was still cool. But they, uh, like, I, I heard that they were talking about doing, like, a whole weather system and, like, doing these storms and stuff. And, like, you know, we got a glimpse of it in the, the reveal trailer, and it's like, okay, cool. But it's like, I don't know how that's going to work in gameplay, but it's an interesting yeah. idea. And then seeing it in gameplay, it definitely, it's like, yeah, when this happens, it's like, you're definitely going to want to get inside of a building, which that's going to definitely mix up gameplay for sure, especially for a Battlefield game where everybody is outside shooting at people, like snipers are on buildings, and even in the map that they showed, it was most of it was desert, so it's like, you've got snipers in open areas on dunes and stuff. But when that storm hits, it's like, well, everybody, you got to take cover and get inside. Either that or you're going to get sucked up in the tornado and thrown around. Uh, but it looked, it looks cool. looks fun. Uh, and they also made a change to weapon customization and how you go about doing that. Uh, it's now a gameplay, like an in-game thing that you do now. Like, you can change weapon attachments on the go. There was a clip of uh, some guys after the storm hit, they went inside of a building, got in an elevator, and, you know, it's like, well, we got to wait for this thing to get up to the top. Let me change my grip on my SMG, change the sight, get a new mag. It's like, that's going to be fun. That's also going to make things a little more interesting, especially with, like, dealing with campers. <laughs> it's like, oh, this yeah. guy just, you killed me with a with a SMG. Let me, hold on, let me switch up the way I've got the shotgun set up so that way I can take him out a lot quicker. Uh, so yeah, it's it looks good. It looks fun. Uh, there's, you know, news of a beta, so I can't wait for that. Um, yeah. Definitely, I'm going to make my opinion on the beta. I said that. I said that to some people that I was talking to about it. I was like, I'm going to wait for the beta to make my decision, but for now, it's I'm not disappointed about it. It still looks interesting. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's the smart, the smart thing to do. Yeah, so. for sure. Cliff, did you see it? Did you see the, the gameplay trailer? Yeah, the one thing I took away from it too was the dog. 
that's my that's my dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I ain't front. Like, I thought I thought the dog looked really cool. I did like the gameplay. It looked very, you know, I did like the fact that it did look very futuristic. So I was not very, yeah. but it wasn't like overly futuristic. You know how people are like, yeah, you're gonna get double jumps in certain video games that didn't yeah. go over well. Yeah, but yeah, no, I thought I thought this looked really good, and then I saw the I saw the dog run. And I was like, I need that in my life today. <laughs> all the dogs just pet them all yep just yes. go ahead buddy shoot him <laughs> <laughs> shoot him <laughs> yeah yeah that dog was awesome <laughs> straight up <laughs> all I could imagine was like Fran just sitting there find him son yes uh, uh, <laughs> that's uh, awesome yeah uh, Battlefield and then I do want to mention Halo, uh, which I know there was a there was a new story thing which I didn't get to watch, but uh, there was the the multiplayer gameplay trailer that they did, and this I didn't get to play five, but well I did briefly uh, on somebody else's console, but I didn't get to play enough to make a full uh, opinion on it. But from what I did hear, like people didn't really like five all that much uh and very clearly because with this recent halo it's been shown like a lot like a lot of the stuff that they've been coming out for it's like no they're going back to the way things were like old designs and even just the way gameplay is and watching this it's like no this looks like more what i'm used to i mean aside from the sprinting and the grappling hook like that's and that's cool like that's fine it's new features that's probably going to not going to be very annoying so it, it looks fun so i can't wait for that which i would like to mention if anybody doesn't know uh they did say that multiplayer will be free to play and you can play it on xbox and pc let's go yeah so i'm definitely gonna get to play that <laughs> yeah for sure for sure all right so uh, yeah, I think that's going to bring the E3 coverage to a, to an end. Ladies and gentlemen, let us know if there was anything you saw at this year's E3 that you got you particularly excited. Uh, we'd love to hear it. Uh, and before we get so swag, uh, was that what you wanted to talk about, or was there something else that... Oh, yeah, like CG trailers and... Yeah, yeah, you wanted to talk about this, and you were really specific about wanting to talk about it. So. Yeah. I'm gonna let you go ahead and take this. Uh, go ahead and say what you what you need to say. Yeah. Well, also because like I want to get your guys' opinions on it. That's also why I wanted to do it. Right. Uh, right. I just wanted to start a conversation about it. But the the thing about because it, it came up in conversation after E3, and it mm -hmm. was that thing of expectations. And yeah. Because I was talking to somebody who was pretty disappointed with the the Battlefield trailer, the gameplay reveal, and yeah. I even brought, I brought it up. I was like, well, because they even talked about like the CG trailer, and I remember like, oh, they they got pretty excited about the CG trailer, and then you know the gameplay trailer came out and they weren't very impressed. Uh, right. So and then like it came into conversation like, well just cgi trailers in general like i feel like they're overdone too much uh like i get it it's like you don't want to give away that stuff like the gameplay immediately but yeah. it's like 
you you do see it a lot with games that are getting announced. It's like the first thing they always do is a CGI reveal trailer, which isn't bad all the time. Like with stuff like the the Arkham games, it's like that's just more of a thing to get you acquainted with the story and the yeah. world that they're trying to build, and that's always fun. Um, and it's always awesome to see that. Cause it's like, yeah, we're gonna get to watch, you know, Batman fight like with origins like we got that sick cgi trailer with the fight between batman and deathstroke which mm-hmm. i you know i've used a lot recently in videos and that's because it was good it was a good trailer <laughs> yeah it was but, amazing but with like games like call of duty and like battlefield where like gameplay matters to get people's opinions mm-hmm. it kind of yeah. just sucks to get these cgi trailers first and then everybody's hopes are way high because it's like oh this looked cool hopefully this is what the game is like and then they get the gameplay trailer and it's not what they were expecting yeah i mean i think i think that's the that's the real problem in and of itself i think like you have to be aware of what type of game it is that you're trying to sell and yeah the audience you're trying to sell it to like i honestly like that's really what it is like and it falls on the developers and not necessarily just the developers but also the the marketing team for these games mm-hmm. you know i think they should pay more attention and it, again not to re- keep not to repeat myself but like it, if you don't have an awareness of what type of game you are and trying to sell it to your audience like if you don't know those things like yeah obviously you're gonna have a huge problem with your marketing and fans and your audience are obviously going to be disappointed by what you've presented them with in the beginning and then the final product you know what i mean like there's obviously going to be a disconnect there and that's sort of where disappointment comes from yeah and you know i feel like that's sort of what happens with anything any kind of content that you're trying to sell to people you know if you market it one way and then when you get the final product and it's not at all what we were promised up up front it's like you know obviously your 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 fans your audience is not going to be happy yeah you know unfortunately like it's just a thing that happens in any industry whether it's video games movies television (laughs) even music sometimes you know you lead with a really great single and then you hear the entire album and it's like, what is this? You know, (laughs) it happens. It happens. Unfortunately it happens, but no, I I, honestly, I I do think it comes down to whoever's in charge of the marketing. And again, whether or not you're aware of how to properly market the product. Yeah. So yeah, that's sort of what I think. And again, like, I'm not even really saying anything new. Like you kind of presented all that in what you were in, saying. Yeah, in what I'm I was just saying. kind of like narrowing it through the scope. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, Cliff, what about you? Uh, you know what's funny? Like I have to agree. Like you, you always run into like this huge, like huge uphill battle whenever you like sell a game so beautifully with CGI, and then when the mm-hmm. game comes out, it looks like Punch Out from Nintendo. Um, <laughs> yeah, that also, you just, yeah, that's you a big problem. You can't underwhelm your audience. And the thing is, is we, you as a team, like you have to remember that whatever your re, whatever your reality is that you set is the expectation that people are going to expect, right? You can't tell me like, 
that opening scene for the Matrix, right? We can use that because we were talking about we talk about everything, right? That opening that opening scene is probably one of the best scenes, hands down, in media, period. Like I know a lot of people are gonna say like other things. I'll, I'll fight them. I don't care. But <laughs> that opening scene with Carrie as Trinity coming through and just beating the shit out of people is amazing. Could you imagine what would have happened if the rest of the movie would have just fell flat? Like, you set yeah. the bar, like, so high that you had to retire. And I, and I think about, like, you'd been so disappointed if you would have left there and you'd been like, man, Keanu Reeves was only in the movie for, like, four seconds, bro. Like, what <laughs> the hell is this movie all about? Like, I don't know. But, like, yeah. you know, you you obviously, you should, and when we got it marketed to us, like, it was that opening scene was really what got marketed to us. And then the rest of the movie just took off from there. And I just think to myself that, like, if you just downgrade quality and you just just like the the Avengers, right, was another was another example I was yeah. thinking about. Like yeah. beautifully done, starting off, and then you got into the gameplay and you're like, oh, this this is some shit. This is terrible. <laughs> this isn't bad. This is like like I wouldn't I wouldn't put this on my system to make sure it wouldn't get a virus kind of like thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. this is like LimeWire back in the day for our older fans. <laughs> um, please dot e excuse me from my computer before I invite 17 really cool viruses into my home. <laughs> like, oh, God. The expectation is so bad. Like, but it just, if you set your fans up to make them believe that they're getting an A quality thing and you really sell them like a C, yeah, you'd you know you don't you don't get that trust and i think that when you put out those cg cg trailers out and you don't make a cg trailer or cg type game yeah you you have what's coming to you yeah 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 and unfortunately like i'm gonna bring up another game and it's a game that like swag and i really enjoyed but like you know i'm gonna talk about cyberpunk um you know like they led with a lot of cgi trailers as well and the game came out and you know amongst whatever problems people had with it i remember the one thing that people were really giving it trouble for was it not looking the way it looked in the the trailers and they try you know like the cdpr tried to to be like oh that's our fault we were showing off the next gen version of the game we probably should have showcased what it looked like on you know current gen yeah and it's like yeah Probably you probably should have done that because <laughs> there is a noticeable difference in quality. But you know, and you know, I I don't really know where this comes down in the argument because again, like Swag and I enjoyed the hell out of that game. Yeah. Even though most people, again, like the vocal minority of haters <laughs> were yeah very loud. But I mean, you know, like I, I'm bringing it up just to be kind of non-biased like yeah that was a thing that happened with that game as well so yeah i think and again like cdpr in hindsight was like yeah we probably should have showed off the current gen version of the game more than the, the next gen and it's like yeah in hindsight you know 2020 but I, you kind of have to have that awareness going into something like you can't think about it in retrospect and be like oh yeah maybe that wasn't the right thing to do because again yeah. hindsight is 2020 but you don't really get a second chance to do that so yeah. again it's just like being aware of what your product is and trying to sell it 
you know? And this is where, like, Spider-Man... Spider-Man learned from this, right? Where, like, Sony came out and was like, hey, this is Miles Morales on the PS5 version. They made it very clear that it was on yeah. this version. Yeah. And so when you saw Miles Morales, like, without his mask on for the first time, you were like, holy shit, like, this is amazing looking. And then you had the expectation, like, well, if I'm playing on a previous-gen system, it's not going to look as good as that one. So you kind of already had to notice. It's not like they went Miles Morales on the PS4. Imagine what it would look like on PS5. You're like, well, yeah. then it better be better than that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Right, I feel, and again, like, I feel like if CDPR had done that, it would have probably gone over better, just yeah. in terms of, like, the, the appearance of the game. But yeah, man, I think you're right, Cliff. I think you're right. Yeah. Welcome to Twisted Metal on PS1 with PS1 graphics on the PS5. Like, no. No, not <laughs> at all. I want PS5 graphics for like Twisted nothing. Metal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, but yeah, so I, I Real quick, I do want to clarify something though. Like, I'm not saying like me personally. I I think that they did a very good job at like uh, showing off gameplay mechanics in the the CGI trailer for Battlefield because there was a lot of things that happened in that were that I did see happen in the gameplay trailer. And I'm not even just talking about the thing with the the quad going into the helicopter. Like that's just you know like they did that on purpose. But, mm-hmm. like, the one, the thing of, like, the wingsuit and the character using that a lot in that CGI trailer, and then also the, which everybody, every Battlefield fan, like, true, like, true Battlefield fan, like, loved this moment in the trailer, was the moment with the, the fighter pilot ejecting out of the jet with the rocket launcher and taking out its pursuer, and then getting back into the jet as it's falling through the air. It's like, yeah, that's not a very realistic thing, but that's a battlefield thing. <laughs> yeah. There are stories yeah. of players that have done that that you know, it's like that's a that's a game thing. And so it's like, yeah, they did very well at like showing like this is what you're gonna do in this game. Sure, this is a CGI trailer, but we know you guys well enough. You're gonna jump out of a jet, shoot the other jet, and then get back in your and look, like going back to what I was saying, like I I feel like that shows an awareness of their player, player base, base. Yeah. you know? Yeah. So like, yeah, man, like I don't, you know, I don't know. And again, like, yeah, I, I, I you know, it's just we're just presenting our thoughts and opinions. And again, like it, yeah. it's not like you said, like you you weren't saying like you felt that way. Because yeah. obviously yeah. the conversation came about like you were having the conversation with someone else, and I'm pretty sure I know who that was. But, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but you know, and and again, like no shade, but like I know that person is very uh, particular and very hard to please. Yeah. So, and I can understand where that conversation came from. So, yeah, man, like, like no, I, I I totally get where you're coming from, and again, like I feel like it just has to be. A sense of awareness, you know, whether it's yeah. on the developer's part or even the the audience, you know, like if you're an audience member, you also have to be aware of certain things, you know. Yeah. But to be fair, and like I can understand that point, I, I understand your point. But to be fair, like if I said, like, "Yo, I'm gonna give you the best hamburger your entire life. It's gonna have cheese, hamburger, tomato, mayo, lettuce, 
and a gold-plated 24-karat gold bar on it. At one point, you'd be like, oh, man, I can't wait to get that gold bar. And then you find out it's, like, just gold-plated tin. You're going to be pissed. (laughs) But also, to be fair, Cliff, I am aware that if you said that to me, you'd be full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine if Square Inks would have said something. Like, just imagine, right? Like, imagine I don't want to say McDonald's because that's not fair. Let's go McDonald's, right? We know McDonald's, you can do some quality foods, even though you choose not to. But if, if they told me, right, hey, man, we have this Angus burger. It's going to cost 15 bucks, but you get two patties, two pieces of cheese, lettuce, tomatoes, and A1 steak sauce on, like, a ciabatta bun that you can only find in Italy. I'm going to salivate a little bit. But if you sell me a quarter pounder, I'm going to be pissed. Because <laughs> you set this high expectation of this A-quality beef. And I got D. <laughs> okay. But, Cliff, again, yeah. being aware of McDonald's <laughs> or just fast food in general, like, <laughs> I'm sure, like, even with that, like, them saying, you're going to get this, and you're going to get that, and you're like, am I really, though? <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> I wish We've McDonald's had a good history of, like, selling burgers, because then at this point we can make sense of it, but... No, straight, we... straight up, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, like, if we, had a, if we had a certain standard to go by, like, yeah. oh, they've never led me astray, <laughs> sure, yeah. sure, I'll give you that one, I'll give you that one. But, like... Omaha Steaks a... promised me filet mignon, and I got sold rump roast. <laughs> I'm gonna be a little pissed. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I uh yeah, I, I get where I get where all this is coming from. Like, I really do. Uh, you're gonna get to ride space magic, you get to ride space mountain, and it's just like a little bump coaster. You're just like <laughs> What the like, hell, man? <laughs> the little county fair roller coaster yeah. that you yeah. I want yeah. a caterpillar like yay. That would be real disappointing. Alright, so <laughs> look, we gotta keep moving. Because we still have plenty of show to get through, including some topics that I know Cliff and I really, really want to talk about. So, <laughs> so much fun. Let's get going. Let's get going. But uh, yeah, thank you, Swag, for uh, for bringing that up. That was a great discussion, actually. Yeah, I knew it <laughs> Honestly, would get something. <laughs> I'd love to keep talking about it, but like I said, we got we still got stuff we got to get through. So let's keep it moving. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, let's get back into the news. Uh, I shared some images with both Swag and Cliff today, uh, which I'm sure they've seen at least one of over the past couple weeks. Um, and again, like these images have been dropping for a couple weeks now, and we just haven't talked about them here on the show until today because we finally got sort of what I am considering the big three, unless there's a huge uh, twist, a huge bunky wrench coming. And for all we know, there could be. However, Let's get into it. So, we know the Flash movie has been filming for uh, about a month now. Swag, yeah, Help me out. yeah, yeah, they're filming for about a month. Yeah. Uh, director Andy Musieri over on Instagram has been dropping costume teases for uh, certain characters, and today we got a pretty big one that we've reported on previously on this show. However, let, let's go through. So the first one we got was uh, Michael Keaton's Batman, and these images will be on screen for you. 
case you haven't seen them, which is very interesting for a lot of reasons. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, it is... Okay, so Swag, throw up the uh, concept art we got from Fandome oh, yeah. last year. Got you. If you look at the, the concept artwork, it did depict the 1989 Batman costume. However, this costume tease uh, indicates the Batman Returns suit. You'll notice the, the, the symbol is the Batman Returns symbol, as well as very distinct um, the chest shape, like the pectoral muscles sculpted on the chest, are clearly from the Returns suit. Also to, to notice, uh, there is some blood splatter on this, on this suit, which got people theorizing online that so we've been kind of sold and again this goes back to like how something's being sold to you versus uh you're actually going to end up getting the movie has been sold to us for years as being flashpoint however the blood splattered on the bat symbol here to a lot of fans and myself in retrospect brings to mind or my thought was is this flashpoint or are we doing Doomsday Clock? Because <laughs> it has Doomsday Clock vibes all over it. Yeah. <laughs> and if that's the case, even more excited than I already was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was the first image we got. We're going to talk about all these after I've sort of uh, shown these off to the off. So that was the first image we got. This was a couple weeks ago. Uh, very exciting, very cool. The second one we got, which I believe was last week, was uh, Ezra Miller's brand new Flash suit. And this was not like the CGI like title thing that we got to announce that filming had begun. This is an actual close-up image of the actual physical suit. And this image is so high-res. Like, you can zoom in on this thing and not lose picture quality. Uh, this is a great image because you can see all the detail running throughout the suit sort of the circuitry everything that's built into it. And I don't know if you noticed, I'll try and get you this uh, this close-up swag. You can see little, like, gold elements in the suit, like, off in where the red is in the, the majority of the body. This this suit looks incredible. The texture, the, the, the details it just look amazing. Uh, not even to mention the, the actual emblem which is gold, and it has kind of that pearlescent white behind it. Like, oh my god, this looks incredible. I can't wait. It's going to be incredible. Now, the one we got today, uh, Friday, June 18th. I, again, like, my birthday is tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, the 19th. <laughs> and I talked about uh, earlier how. I found out that um, the Great Days cover of one of my favorite songs of all time is going to be featured on the Batman uh, Dark Knight's death metal soundtrack that's being released. Like how that was such a great like early birthday present. This image we got today, again, great early birthday present for me. We got the first look at Sasha Kai's Supergirl suit. And it does not disappoint, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, again, this image is super high res, and you can really see all the fine textures and details. Again, 
it looks very much like Henry Cavill's Superman suit. It even has the Kryptonian script running through the, the S on the shield. However, there is one notable difference. Um, down on the bottom where the S kind of curves up and it's final, uh, the final curve, <laughs> it kind of goes up into sort of the middle section of the, the S, which Henry's did not. And look, I think it looks cool. I think it's awesome. It's a, like, obviously it's a variation. Uh, on and, and I think that was on purpose. I think it's supposed to be a familial thing. It, like, this is the family crest, but, you know, Supergirl being his cousin, I think it makes sense that hers would look slightly different. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, look, I, I think this looks incredible. I think it's awesome. I can't see the full suit. Again, like, I can't wait to see either of these, these actors, these characters in their full suit. Um, it, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see, I can't wait to see the movie. But, yeah, so now that I've sort of walked everyone through all of this, uh, I'm going to throw this over to Swag. Swag, what do you think about this? Uh, these teases, these images? Yeah, just go ahead, take it away. Man. Okay. Uh, so, it's, again, like, to start from the beginning, like, with the bat symbol and the suit, that's kind of an interesting thing to me, because that just looks like my childhood. <laughs> so that plays to my, my, well, I think all of our nostalgia. Uh, but it also, like, it's, I love the detail of, like, all the, the dirt and all the wear on it. Yes. And that's that is amazing. It's like yeah, like you know, a great way to show that he's been at it for years is to have the suit be worn and have all this this grime and stuff on it. It looks really good, and especially just the lighting on it, like it, the yellow really pops yes. on this. Yeah. And the light coming through the blood that splattered yeah. also just really makes it pop. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Uh, and it, it's like, you know, like, I was already excited to get to see this version of the character again mm-hmm. on screen, and especially with, you know, Ezra's Flash and, like, with this universe that we've been used to seeing for the past couple of years, like, it's going to be great to see how these characters interact. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, like that, that's cool. I love that. And then to the flash symbol and mm-hmm. like all of that stuff, that's, yeah, like I was going to mention, like the circuit design in it looks really cool. Yeah. Like that's, and again, like the lighting, like they, mm-hmm. they picked like the right where they, you know, like the right angles to have to shine the light on these like this. Again, like you mentioning, like the the gold in the like the lines and everywhere else in the suit, and like like the 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 symbol, like the gold on the the lightning bolt, and then the the white kind of silver color yeah. behind it. That looks really good. Like that's really eye catching. Like I think that was the yeah. first thing I noticed when I when I first saw it was just the way that, that those two colors play with each other, like, that looks really nice. And again, yeah. like, yeah, like, going into, like, how 
close up you can get. Like I love seeing all the detail on the metal. Yeah. That yeah, looks really cool. Yeah. Uh and then, you know, last but definitely not least, the supergirl suit. Yeah. I love the two tone. With the yes. top of the red and then the lower being the blue. That's really cool. That mm-hmm. was that's unex but like that's unexpected, but like that's like I'm glad they did that because like I can't wait to see what this is gonna look like in action. Yeah. Uh but also like yeah, like the the shield, like the crest, it it looks like the gold specifically. And not even just like in in its own separate spot, like even like the way it fades from the red to eat to that gold shine. That's yeah. really cool. I really love that. Yeah, yeah, I, it, it it looks incredible, man. And I I just I also love that the red that's on top is like a yeah. different red than yeah. what's on the shield. Like that's it's very cool. It makes everything just the contrast between the colors there. It just it. It's incredible. It's very eye. Uh, Cliff, what about you? Yeah, so you guys, I feel like you guys touched on, like, everything about the suits <laughs> that I like. And it's crazy. Like, I love the detail for, for the Batman suit, obviously. And, yes, I do feel like it is much of a returns versus, like, the OG. Yeah. Um, I just I just like how the yellow really does pop in it. And then, you know, testament to swag saying it, it looks gritty, which I really like, too. Just, like, it's been through some stuff. So yeah. I definitely hyped yeah. about that. Uh, Flash, I feel like we've talked about this like numerous times with his suit. It's just a digital look to it and the design. I'm just, I'm all about it, man. It just, I love the circuit look to it. So I'm very much, very much of the motherboard looking suit. I'm very hyped on it. And then, of course, Supergirl. This is like the newest one to me. So I have to agree with you guys on everything, man. I love the red, blue fade. I love the fact that we have like two different color reds up on the shoulders. And then obviously for uh, the S. And then I love the gold. The gold pops behind, or makes the the S pop even more. So I'm very much hyped about seeing like all three suits and just digitally they look incredibly so incredible. So I can't wait to to get my hands on like a little bit more high detail photos because I'd love to see how deep I can go before we start losing pixels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, man, I it, you guys all like yeah. That's also I love like because. Cliff was just talking about it here with like the gold and it, and hearing Swag talk about it. It's interesting. Like the Flash has gold on his emblem. Supergirl obviously has gold on hers. And I know Batman's is yellow, but like it's not that much different from a gold. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I was just noticing that just now, and I was like, oh, that's that's cool. That's I I mean, I, you know, that's just inherent to the characters or whatever. But it's like that's pretty cool. That's a nice little running theme. <laughs> yeah. No, I th- I think these look incredible. I can't wait to see the the movie. I can't wait to see, you know, like Cliff said, I can't wait until we get some other high res images, and I can't wait until we see some footage. Like I I'm super excited. Like Swag was saying, Michael Keaton Batman. That's my childhood right there. So obviously, I'm gonna be excited about his return in whatever capacity it is. Like it's just gonna be great. Um, yeah, it's uh, this movie. And again, like, not to compare, because, like, everybody... Again, there's still rumors of, like, Spider-Verse over there happening on Spider-Man. Like, Tobey Maguire, he might be in it, he might not be. Andrew Garfield, whatever. I like that this movie is not, like, hiding, hiding it. Yeah. Like, no, yeah, Michael Keaton. Like, here's, here's <laughs> the suit. 
<laughs> you know, you want to like there it is. I don't know how much more we can confirm. Like that's cool. I like that. I like that they're not playing like peekaboo with the fans. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so that's really cool. Um, but yeah, no, I'm just I, it, I I'm super excited for this movie. I have been for a long time, and I'm I'm more excited now. Like we know it's happening. We know it's happening. This movie has been delayed so many times. We've lost so many directors and writers. And it, for the longest time, this was one of those ones where it's like, I, this is the one I'm looking forward to the most. And this is the one that seems like it's probably never going to happen. But they're filming. Like, they've been filming for almost a month now. And it's just like, all right, it's happening. So I'm very, very, very excited about that. Um, let's talk. Uh, let's go ahead and file this next subject under TV time. Cliff, this is the one you've been waiting for. <laughs> it all stemmed out of one of our favorite TV shows. Um, also, Harley not Quinn. safe for work. Like, maybe we wouldn't put that out there. <laughs> yeah, anyone, like, if you're watching this or listening to it um, while you're at work, maybe turn it down or turn it off and put it down. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let, let's talk about it. Again, I don't know if Swag knows exactly what happened here. I, I kind of vaguely alluded to yeah. it when I was so on was it monday cliff it was monday it was monday it was monday (laughs) a story came out that uh harley quinn season three uh the the writers the the i don't know the people behind the show were asked to remove a certain joke or a scene from season three uh that involved batman performing oral sex on Catwoman. Uh, And the reason being, or the reason given, being that uh, heroes don't do that. And um, I would would actually argue the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) I I think a a true hero would absolutely. (laughs) Um, Especially for someone they love. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but so needless to say uh, I I opened up Twitter and I saw Batman was trending and I was like oh boy let's see what's happening here opened up that tab and I was like okay well this is certainly not a conversation I expected to be having but here we are and also like the thing that really made this a stupid stupid disagreement to have is it's on Harley Quinn where that kind of stuff happens all the time on that show like have you not seen the show have you not seen the show the show is very um (laughs) very adult oriented and again like I, I was telling swag I was like it's really stupid of them to be like hey we don't want you to make that joke but it's like it's okay for like the joke about Batman you know, having intercourse with bats in the bat cave. Like that, that joke was okay. Like I don't I don't understand I don't understand the thinking behind this. But regardless, um that's sort of where everything started. To say that this conversation then ballooned <laughs> out of control <laughs> online, as it usually does, uh would be an understatement. <laughs> Oh, and also, they can't say Bruce isn't a responsible parent, considering he avoided having the talk with Damien in the show. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, 
like very clearly just ran out of the conversation. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, so uh, Cliff, I don't know where you want to take this conversation. We'll get to it in a bit, but I think this conversation reached its apex last night or yesterday, I should say, yesterday, when none other than Zack Snyder entered the chat. Yes. <laughs> Came in, uh, did not disappoint because Zack Snyder never disappoints. <laughs> All he, swag. Okay, so again, I don't know if we're gonna get in trouble for putting this artwork up during this episode. I hope we don't. Uh, if we if we do, apologies. Um, Zack Snyder, <laughs> like I said, he kind of came in with a piece of artwork and one word, okay? The artwork being, well, it should be up on screen, uh, and if it's not, you guys can go check him out on his Twitter account or his Bureau account, all right? I'm not going <laughs> to describe it. As of uh, right now, it's his top comment. <laughs> it's yeah. his top, top tweet. <laughs> it's his biggest tweet of all time. Uh, it's a piece of artwork that he had commissioned for this very purpose. <laughs> And one word, canon. And I think at that point, we all were just like, well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this tweet was retweeted and uh, liked and so many comments. Um, like I said, this got out of hand real quick as well. <laughs> but yeah, so... Cliff, I'm going to go ahead and throw this over to you because you clearly have thoughts and opinions on this entire thing. <laughs> Take yeah. it away, man. Alright, so let's just get in the jump, right? So the reason why... It was weird, too, because Warner Brothers was like, hey, yo, that's a great joke. And then DC was like, listen, we're trying to sell toys, okay? And it's hard to sell toys when you have this joke being made about Batman going down on Catwoman. And all I could think to myself was, who the fuck lets their kid watch Harley Quinn? Yeah. <laughs> this is this is clearly an adult show. It says TVMA up in the top corner whenever you turn it on. I was like, quit being stupid, DC. That's what it is. <laughs> and not, not to undermine your argument, which is a great argument, great point. But didn't you let your daughter watch? Uh, oh yeah. One? Oh, I 100 <laughs> will take responsibility. Yes, the very first episode, the first 10 minutes where he's breaking bones out of skin, that was the last part she saw of it. <laughs> it was over at that because point. Because at that point, I was like, that's all I win. It could be fun. We'll see what happens. Soon as I saw someone's face go through a bone, I was like, you know what, kid? You can't watch this no more. <laughs> you know <laughs> That's where I drew the line. <laughs> no, when he tadaed somebody. <laughs> I'm I'm with you, Cliff, because like yeah, like the idea that like oh we're trying to sell toys to kids. Who you guys aren't even selling toys from this show, so <laughs> I have not seen any merch aside from like T-shirts on the DC yeah. website for this show. So I, the whole argument behind not letting them do this joke is incredibly thin and flimsy. <laughs> like oh yeah. <laughs> I really don't know where, look, I'm all about, I'm on Zach's side, as I normally am, like, just let it happen, alright? <laughs> like, but, like, where DC was, like, 
DC's like, it's a thing that heroes don't do. Like, you mean to tell me that Harley Quinn stayed with Joker because Joker was going down on Quinn so much that she couldn't leave? That's why she stayed with him? Like, that's a weird fucking argument to have. <laughs> a very weird argument. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you going to tell me that Batwoman doesn't go down on her partner? Like, is that what we're saying? Like, at this point, like, there's so many holes now that DC has opened up that I'm just like, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand you people. That, that's exactly what I'm saying, Cliff, because, like, even, like, writers and artists on their comic books have straight up, like, I can't remember who it was, but he tweeted, like, I've written Batman, and he absolutely does. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Like that's all. That's really all the rebuttal you need, right there. (laughs) That's the problem. So it became like a big joke because Chaz's favorite superhero is Batman, and so like I've been running Chaz into the ground. He's like Batman's the. He's like Batman's the greatest superhero of all time. I was like, he's not a superhero because he doesn't go down on Catwoman. I was like, and that's why I like Superman, because clearly Clark gets down. He has two kids in a TV <laughs> show. That means he's at least putting in work. That also means he's probably checking out some some oral fixations that he could be doing on her as well. I was like, well, fuck out of here with your Batman argument. That shit's dead. I was like, Green Lantern? That dude can make a green tongue out of his, out of his ring. You know he's doing his thing. Oh. Batman? Batman's scared of pussy. That's what it is. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> to me, I just like it's like a dumb argument because I know Batman clearly is gonna be getting down with the get down. But I was just like, the fact that DC was like, you can't make that joke, and Wonder Brothers was like, oh, make that joke. I was like, what? <laughs> well, my favorite thing, like, cause like to to sort of bring it to what you were saying, it like Zack Snyder came in just, like, demolished the entire thing, right? My favorite thing was someone tweeted out, um, uh, our first clue should have been Superman getting in the bathtub with Lois. Like, that's how we knew Zack Snyder knows what's up. It's like, (laughs) I was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, straight up. (laughs) Like, he's not afraid to go there. (laughs) Well, it's like, even Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer put up that, that tweet where he was like, um, He's like, does he or doesn't he? And it had the, the scene with him and Nicole Kidman where she's walking around. She's like, I don't know, but I could bring a bottle of wine and we could try it. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. Look. <laughs> what was that dude's name who kept doing a comedy special about Batman? Um, he, he always did the Batman thing. But he was making fun of he was making fun of Batman and Bane and their conversation with Talia, and he was just like, "It really packs the flavor in because of all the rubber." If you know what I mean, <laughs> like that's a thing. You know that that Batman's getting down. You mean to tell me that Harley Quinn's Batman's not getting down? This is a shame. Like that's a joke <laughs> in itself that needs to be written for season four. Or here's the thing: I wouldn't be surprised if they quickly wrote in a joke about this whole thing for season three. Yeah. Like, straight up. Just like the two nerds in season one. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. You know, oh. Batman doesn't get down with anybody like that. He doesn't go down on any of the superheroes. <laughs> he doesn't do it. <laughs> no, I, dude, I was so tempted to, like, tweet at Ben Affleck and be like, hey, would you care to comment on this? <laughs> <laughs> 
up in the hope that he would just be like, like, yeah, of course he does. Like, what do you? <laughs> <laughs> I need Brody Lee to comment on this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Where's man. Brody at when you need him? That was the other thing, too. I was waiting for Kevin Smith to get involved in this. I haven't heard. Look, I'm sure he's going to talk about it on his podcast this week. So I can't wait to see this week's episode just for that. But, like, not a single tweet from Kevin Smith. Like, I don't. All right. Whatever. You know, he's just sitting back here, though, like this, just waiting. He's just grinning. Oh, just. He's so he's like, I can't wait to dive into this topic. He's like, I can't wait for Mark to bring this up this week because I am going to just let it all out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. I know Cliff and I have sort of but swag. Do you want to comment on this? (laughs) (laughs) I think you guys got this one. (laughs) (laughs) I think we we, we pretty much... uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's what the blood is. That's on his bat suit. <laughs> that, yep, that's where Cliff was waiting to tie it all. <laughs> all right. okay. No one's going to look at that suit ever again. If they listen to our podcast, they go back like, folks, they're never looking at that suit again. <laughs> Cliff, Cliff ruined it or made it better. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on who you ask. <laughs> Just say which one. Strength an argument, weaken another is what I do. <laughs> I will say, I will say this whole entire bit, like my face hurts. <laughs> <laughs> no, straight up, like I'm starting to feel it. <laughs> Woo. All right, let's keep waiting all this time just for this one topic. <laughs> really have, I made him work for it. Made him stay here to get it in. All right. All right, so with that, oh boy, let us know where you stand on this whole thing. <laughs> Again, try and keep it civil. Uh, that's all I ask. <laughs> uh, all right. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we are still in TV time. Uh, like I said, what a, what a way to start TV time this week. <laughs> all right. So, uh, before I forget... Um, the CW announced when the next season of uh, DC TV will begin. It begins in November, so I just want to get that out there before I forget. Cliff, do you? Uh, did you? You're caught up with Loki, correct? I am caught up with Loki. <gasps> All right, take it away. Oh my God, I love Loki so much right now. <laughs> so let's dive in. Um, this episode, I just want to talk about how it opens. Because it was awesome. So we open up um, in a medieval scene, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of characters walking around. Find out it's actually 1985, and it's in Wisconsin. And it's a Renaissance fair. Yo, but it made you believe it was Asgard for a quick minute, and I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> and then we find out what's going on. Um, yeah, so a lot of cool stuff happens in this uh, episode. I can't really dive too much into it. I don't want to dive and, like, get spoilers away, away if you haven't seen it yet. So, but... What I just, what I will say, I love, um, we get Loki back to doing his old tricks, um, but that's really, I, I talked about it last episode, I'm gonna talk about it again this episode, like, God, um, Owen Wilson is legitimately, like, the glue to this show, man, like, he's so good in his role, he understands it, and his delivery is, like, anything, it's not like anything I've ever seen before, and I just, I genuinely just, 
I'm growing more and more attached to um, Wilson just as a, like a person, like knowing that he's a great actor and that he's always been typecasted in a certain role. Just this side of him is just so lit to see. So I definitely am hyped. It's very cool that we find out certain things about where our variant is, is that's what he's called. That's what our, our, our person is called as a variant. Um, and what that really means is that they're at the point of the nexus, which means you know, where two streams are meeting together and then where one timeline takes off, we find out that, you know, this whole thing happens. Um, I will say, though, the ending really just <laughs> blew my mind when uh, we find out that, we find out what the inevitable plan was. Uh, and so now we get to see what Loki's going to do going forward from episodes three onward. It's really great. So if you guys get the chance, please go check it out. This week's episode, I am going to rate it at a nine i know last week we did eight and eight and three quarters this was definitely nine did great more building onto what's going on and then we had a great massive reveal and i'm not gonna lie i popped for it so <laughs> right on uh there it is ladies and gentlemen uh, if you're watching loki let us know what you think uh i'm sure cliff would love to hear other people's opinions on the show so there it is thanks cliff thank you for uh for keeping everybody up to date on the show all right, let's get into something that I know all three of us can talk about, <laughs> finally, since we didn't get to last week. Uh, Swag, I know you are all caught up on Superman and Lois. Before we get into this week's episode, I want to get your quick thoughts and opinions on last week's episode, Loyal Subjects. Because again, you'll remember, me and Cliff tried to talk about it without yeah. spoiling because you hadn't seen it. Uh, and honestly, Cliff, I think I feel like you and I can sort of talk about stuff now. But but swag, well, what did you think of last week's episode? Uh, it was yeah, like that was a pretty again like it's another solid episode. Uh, this show like it just keeps keeps going, and I keep enjoying it, and I keep looking forward to another episode. Uh. But yeah, like again, like to go to like the thing that you guys couldn't talk about, which was the reveal. Yeah, uh, yeah that was mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. uh, but also, like it was that thing of like, because I remember you kept talking about it wasn't like exactly that, but it was like you know you were theorizing like this. What if it was this? And I was like, yeah, I remembered that when this happened, and I was like, oh wow, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was nuts. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what would you rate that episode? Oh, ten out of ten for sure. It uh -huh. was really good. Uh, and again, like I just enjoyed it. It was more of the that you know, like juggling like the emotional stuff with all the serious stuff, and and you know, it was really really good, really well done. I I loved it. Awesome. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so let's talk about this week's episode. Episode 10, season one, titled... I love these titles. They come up with really <laughs> great titles. This week's episode, Oh Mother, Where Art Thou? Nice. <laughs> I gotta give them props for that. Uh, and with this, like, Cliff, like, we can... Obviously, this episode starts with more elaboration on the big twist reveal at the end of the previous episode. So we can finally talk about that. Um, 
the reveal that Morgan Edge is not actually Morgan Edge. Yeah, yeah, big spoilers, big spoilers. Huge spoilers. (laughs) Morgan Edge is not actually Morgan Edge. He's, uh, he is a Kryptonian, and not like the other Kryptonians that he's created, uh, and also that he is Superman's half-brother. Now, this is where things get, this is where things got, uh, so, you'll remember I was talking about last week's episode, I was like, I, I, thought this was something they were going to do. But this week, they elaborated it on it in a way where I was like, okay, so it's not 100% what I thought they were going to do. It's actually something else entirely, but still very cool and makes way more sense in retrospect. So I'm going to start with, I thought when he was like, he, he called him brother. I thought for sure this was hell. Well, eight apostrophe E-L. Hell. From the comic books, who is, I mean, technically Superman's brother. I mean, that's a whole other thing. We'll, we'll get into <laughs> some other time. That's what I thought they were doing. But here in this episode, almost immediate. So they they have sort of the. It's not really a fight, but you know, he grabs him, and they're flying through wherever this is, the Grand Canyon. I don't know. <laughs> um, but you know, he's saying like, you know, like. Uh, if you don't join me, you will be eradicated. And I was like, oh, snap. That's the eradicator. And I was like, oh, <laughs> so crazy. Oh, again, this makes so much more sense. because. And I was explaining this to some other people. We've seen John Henry Irons steal. Jordan is essentially Superboy. The eradicator. All we're missing is the cyborg Superman. <laughs> yep. But... We already saw that character in Supergirl, so I, I doubt they're going to do him again. I mean, they could, and just be like, oh, this is another thing, crisis changed, you know? <laughs> so, who knows? We might see him, we might not. Uh, I doubt it. And and the fact that we saw a black-suited Superman, albeit an evil version of Superman, I was like, no, they're straight up doing Reign of the Superman. <laughs> this is insane! And I didn't even realize it! <laughs> like, what?! Just seriously, the just the fact that like, oh, this is the eradicator, and I'm like, why did I not put all this together? <laughs> this is so obvious and like, yeah, why wouldn't you do this? And I was like, look, like this whole thing is like this is a game changer. Okay. <laughs> it's a game changer in a way that like I didn't realize how much I needed to see all of this stuff happen on this show. Like, this is incredible, this is amazing. And spoiler alert, we know John Henry Irons is coming back because we saw, or I saw, a set photo of him in a new suit of armor, (laughs) which looks really cool. Uh, So yeah, he's definitely going to be back. And if we're doing, I I know I said Reign of the Superman, but um, I think we're headed more towards War of the Superman, which is going to be awesome. Look, uh, the fact that they're doing this, let alone on television, is insane and amazing. I'm super hyped. And again, like, I'm just, right now, I'm just ranting about, like, the possibilities of what we're going to see. Like, we're going to get into the actual episode here in a second, because there's amazing stuff that happened in this episode. But look, I just, because we couldn't talk about the, the reveal, the twist at the end of last week's episode. So I'm just getting all this out right now. <laughs> like, Holy crap, this is a game changer. All right, 
Wag, I want to throw this over to you real quick. Uh, what do you think of this episode? What do you think about the implications of who Morgan Edge really is? Oh, man. Uh, well, the episode was... Again, it was pretty great. Uh, in a lot of things, like, you know, the stuff that they did a lot with... <laughs> yeah. With, uh, with Clark. I don't know if you saw this guy behind me. <laughs> As the eradicator. Oh, but I love the like specifically like all the stuff that they did with with Clark and and Superman in this. Uh, yeah, and that stuff was really great. Um, and like it was this episode right where he went to the fortress and uh, was asking about like why he wasn't told about his brother. Yeah. 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 Like that thing. Like it's like yeah. Like. I think, like, it was more of a thing of, like, him being frustrated. Like, I could have stopped him from getting to this point if I had known he was out there. Yeah. And that yeah. was, you know, that that really hit me. It's like, yeah, no, like, he, of course he would be frustrated and upset about this. I would, too. Because, you know, it's like, one, like, this is, you know, somebody who's like me. But also, it's like, I had a chance, but you know i didn't i didn't know yeah it was taken from me yeah yeah, yeah that oh man like you're you're bringing this up and i was like yeah i didn't even really think about that like yeah like yeah it's mess like yeah i understand his anger in that moment now yeah. like holy because it's like yeah like you didn't think it was necessary for him to like you didn't think he needed to know that like because you're right like had he known he had a brother on this planet yeah. and also the heartbreak the heartbreaking thing about that is like i know because i know clark grew up feeling isolated and alone feeling like an alien because he is but yeah not having anyone to relate to or identify with and like had he known he had a brother on this planet this whole time like think about how much like let alone he could have changed um I can't. I forget his Kryptonian name, but Morgan is. He could have changed the trajectory of his life, you yeah. know, and could have avoided this whole thing. But also, Clark's life probably would have been very different as well. Like having grown up with a brother. Yeah. Like that, oh man, that is. Yeah, that moment when he's sort of yelling at Jorel, or you know, the the AI version of Jorel. It's like, yeah, I really understand that anger now. Jesus. Yeah. That's crazy. You're right, man. That that's a really powerful scene when you really stop and think about it. Yeah. But to be fair, the counterpoint to that, right, is what we find out later in the episode, right, where um we'll just jump into it. Superman's mom yeah. gets gets brought back and she has that moment with uh Lois and they're talking about she's like, Why do you like you know, why what is it about my son that you like? Right. And Lois just talked about all of his attributes that he had. And she said, even though he's like the world's greatest first and world's greatest superhero, he's even a better man. And the, the problem is, though, is that when you look at Tal Rowe, when he showed up, like he was being shot at, like people did not like him. They were they. So his view of the world was already tainted. Whereas like mm -hmm. when super when Cal shows up, his his world gets shaped, shaped, shaped a little differently. 
because of the people who brought him in. But yeah. imagine what would have happened if he'd gone and found his brother, his half-brother, at, like, a young age or, like, even a little younger of age. That influence could have gone the other way, too. Like, he could have just went, yeah. you know what, Tao, you know, I'm right with Tao. Like, my brother's being shot at. We need to get all these people and, and destroy them. So it could have, like, shifted the other way. I do kind of understand the concept, like, Tao could have been like, no, nah, I want to show you how it is to really be cared about and could have altered that that view because – you know, you have to assume that Tal Ro came from a loving home, even though his mom left <laughs> and got yeah. had a baby with another man, and then like you know that could have that could have shifted shifted his viewpoint as well. But I just kind of think that with Cal, the way he was grown up and raised, like it shows like the two different sides of the world, and that mm-hmm. even if they were to come together, like Cal Cal tried everything to make sure that. Talro was like loved and he was trying to like essentially tell him like hey, I'm giving you this chance to be a better person and mm-hmm. Morgan Edge wasn't gonna do it so you know Clark was like yeah. whatever man I guess we have to fight this shit out <laughs> yeah. right. right no and, and you're right but I mean like again like the counter to your counter is like we'll never know for sure yeah. and that's a heartbreaking thing that that really is and and like yeah like I I was thinking about that as well when I was thinking. It's like, well, it could have gone horribly wrong as well. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It totally could have. But like, you know, again, just just the not knowing of it kind of makes that even more heartbreaking. You know. Yeah. So that, I, it, there's no easy answer to that whole thing, <laughs> and that's what makes that's what makes it so great to talk about it. Is like because you can look at it from one point of view and you can look at it from another, but ultimately. It's like we'll never know, you know. Yeah, could 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 have totally turned him in Brightburn. Bro, like straight up, like I knew Cliff was gonna reference it because it's like, yeah, like I felt like like we did that on purpose to be like, okay, this is Superman. Yeah, we saw that movie too. Here, here's the Brightburn. (laughs) 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 So yeah, I totally got by. But um, and I believe I said this to Swag as well. Like when we were seeing the 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 flashbacks. And he had the the long hair. I was like, he looks like hell right there. Like <laughs> I feel like that was also a little homage reference. So, yeah, man, this episode had a lot of really great. And it, it, again, like Cliff said, it it is like the question of nature versus nurture, you yeah. know. And honestly, a lot of really great Superman storytelling is based around that idea. Even Smallville. You know, the relationship between Clark and Lex, that was always the, the argument, the debate, nature versus nurture. So, yeah, man, I feel like it, it, it probably would have felt a little weird if they hadn't brought that conversation up in this story. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, yeah, man, I really, uh, <laughs> yeah, this episode was, like Cliff was saying before we recorded, he was like, bro, that episode, this was on <laughs> on another level i was like it really was yeah it really really was uh also i want to bring up uh jonathan kent once again just being like the greatest human (laughs) (laughs) like like this episode i love the moment when him and jordan you know obviously everything that happened with kyle and sarah finding out about it and she's kind of conflicted and like she's dealing with all the emotions and everything and john is just like let's just tell her let's just tell her the truth man like and i love that about him that he's like look man no no lies man no more lies let's just be honest with her and i feel again i'm just speculating i don't know anything but i feel like 
maybe this will open up an opportunity for Jordan to be completely honest with her about even who he is and what he can do. And I, I would really love for that to be a thing. I really would. I would love for Jordan to just be like, hey, uh, I haven't been completely honest with you, and here's the truth, you know? Because <clears throat> the thing I love about what Berlanti does on all of these shows is he does like to get rid of the secret identity thing, like, real real early. And I think that that's smart because it's like, the trope, obviously, the traditional superhero trope is the secret identity and not being able to tell the people you love who you really are. And he kind of smartly gets rid of that in a lot of these shows. But I feel like what he's doing with Jordan and Sarah is a different take, a different angle on it. I mean, obviously, it would end in the same way, like, oh, I've been keeping this lie from you. But I feel like, again, John being the one to be like, we should be honest with her because no good is going to come from keeping secrets with her. Will obviously set up a good enough reason for Jordan to just be like, hey, I am different. And hopefully that doesn't change the way you look at me. You know what I mean? So, and again, like, it, it, the show, this show, man, like, they, they've done such a good job of balancing all these stories. <laughs> and especially, like, with the adults, and with the kids, like, it all feels really genuine and fleshed out, you know? Like, it's just, oh, man, I'm, I'm loving what they're doing here. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, I love the fact that uh, Lana, like, like, Emmanuel Cherki, let's just let's put it out there. So, Emmanuel, Emanuela, she has to play this role where, on one side, she doesn't know who Clark Kent is really Superman, but then... In the same episode, she, she's the dad, she's the mom, and she's like talking to Cal L about everything yep. he's been through. And then, like, the scene happens at the end, and then she's like, Oh, look, it's Superman. <laughs> like, no recollection that, hey, yo, like, you legit had a full conversation about him being Clark Kent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that was funny to me. That whole thing was funny to me. Like, it was, it was, it was touching because, like, Clark got to meet his mother. His biological mother. But at the same time, and I said this out loud, I was like, that's got to be weird. His mother's consciousness in his ex-girlfriend's body. <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> like, imagine those emotions he, he's, he's probably feeling in that moment. <laughs> like, that's weird. But no, I, I like, yeah, Cliff, I, I was also thinking about that too. It's like, she doesn't know he's Superman, but then like his mom knows. And it's like, that's such a... That's such a, oh man, I don't <laughs> like it's trippy. I, yeah, it's, it makes you think. Oh man, that is crazy. But yeah, like, uh, is there any conscious in me. Where's it? Come out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, swag. What about you? What were some of your other favorite things about this? Uh, yeah, it's like it's definitely like Jonathan's like him kind of becoming this person of like wanting to be upfront about things and not keep secrets uh that whole thing has become like a like a favorite that part for me because it's yeah. like yeah like you know he's like all these secrets are coming out and like it's kind of he's figuring figuring out and thinking like well this, these have done nothing but like 
you know, ruin our relationships with one another. So let's just stop yeah. that and be more honest with one another. And I yeah. like, I really like that about him. Uh, and like, you know, seeing it all come into action, especially in this episode with, you know, like, again, like, yeah, wanting to be honest with Sarah about like, yeah, this is what's going on, like with your dad and all that. And yeah. it's, it's really nice to see that, especially, you know, it's like seeing both, both brothers kind of take things from both of their parents. But I think that Jonathan specifically, you know, it's like, yeah, he doesn't have the powers that his dad has, but he has the best qualities from both of his parents. Yeah. And that's really great. Yeah, that, that's the thing I was noticing about him as well. Is like, like, yeah, he might not have the superpowers, but he... He is very much like Superman. Yeah. The way the way he's yeah, like I because I feel you you said it really well, like the way he sort of watched he's observed the way keeping secrets can hurt people, especially the people you like this goes to the, the subplot with uh General Lane. Yeah. Family. Like, you know, obviously he was keeping secrets about developing weapons and whatnot. And again, like Cliff and I talked about it's like we understand why he did those things, but the fact that he kept it a secret and it kind of blew up in his face and it hurt Clark and hurt Jordan as well, inadvertently, you know, yeah. to the point where, like, they didn't even know if Jordan was going to survive what was happening to him. So for Jonathan to be witnessing all of that and seeing the toll that keeping secrets like that takes on people. Yeah, it's like you understand why he's like, look, man, we can't be keeping secrets from each other anymore. Like, this is no good. Yeah, man, I really... Jonathan Kent, man, that that kid... Again, like, brother of the year, son of the year award, and just give it to him. Like, right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The unsung yeah. hero of the show. Yeah. The glue of the Kent family. For sure. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, I dig that. And, again, like, um, the thing with uh, Sam, Sam Lane, I feel like that, you know, like, we talked about how in the previous episode, he comes to the realization that, like, yeah, he should probably put his family first. Um, but I like that in continuing into this episode, it's not like, oh, I learned that lesson, and I'm a completely different person now. It's like, no, he still has to struggle with, like, you know, towing the line. And it took jo Jonathan to be the one to take him aside and be like, can't you just be a normal person right now and not a soldier and understand that this girl needs to see her father right now? The fact that it took Jonathan to say that to his face and him be like, you know, you're right. You're right. And he's like, let him in. Like, that was a great moment. A great moment of continuity in the evolution of uh, Sam Lane. I really I really appreciated that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, this episode, man. Look, I, I feel like we could just keep talking on and on and on about, about this episode. <laughs> like, we yeah. didn't even get all the Kryptonians and, like, the crazy, like, special effects involved with, like, the flying <laughs> around. 
or the solar flare when Clark said he was going to do that. I was like, oh, crap, that's going to leave him powerless. <laughs> and nope. it did. Be it, he had enough time to get to the fortress, but <laughs> he was pretty drained when he got there. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I'm excited to see where it goes in next week's episode. Although, if you've seen the trailer for next week's episode, you know it's going to be a flashback episode. However, I want to... So, at the tail end of the episode, we see Morgan Edge and uh, Leslie. Uh, and she's, you know, he's like, uh, they haven't taken everything from me. And he's walking into what looks like a cave. We don't see what's inside. I want to ask Cliff, Cliff, what do you think is in there? That's his own fortress. His fortress of solitude. Yep. Could very well be. <laughs> Swag, what about you? Yeah, that's a, that's what I was thinking as well. Yep, that's a good guess. Uh, my theory, and again, this is just me piecing together things in retrospect. Like, uh, if we got Steel, the Eradicator, Superboy, uh, a black-suited Superman, what makes sense? What makes the most sense to happen now? And again, I know this is a long shot, but could Morgan Edge possibly have a doomsday? <laughs> in... <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> well, we'll, see. <laughs> we'll see. That's the thing that popped into my... And again, like I realize it's a long shot, but at this point, anything's possible. So, but yeah, so that that's uh, that's sort of my theory. I think you guys are probably correct in that it's just his version of the fortress and he's got some kind of... He might have some kind of doomsday machine in there, but uh, we'll see. All right. So yeah, uh, Cliff, what would you rate this week's episode of Superman and Lewis? Uh, just, just for the scene with Superman and his mother, I'm going to give this a 10 out of 10. Fantastic. I agree. Uh, Swag, what about you? Yeah, 10 out of 10. This was, again, it's, you know, but also, like, again, like, to mention what I brought up when I started talking about it, like, just a lot of things about that they did with Clark in this. Yeah. It was, I enjoyed seeing that. For sure. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I feel like this was probably the most emotionally uh, invested for Clark specifically, like, with his mother, with his brother, and like I said, like, even, like, that confrontation with Dorel in the fortress. And like, yeah. Yeah, man, like, there, there was a lot going on, like, just on an emotional level for Clark this episode. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. Like, that, that's... Yeah, I'm gonna say 10 out of 10 as well, this episode. And even just talking about it here, kind of unpacking a lot of things, it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, there was a lot going on in this episode. Like, it's... But, you know, hands off to the writers, man. Like, they, they know what they're doing. So... Uh, and also, I want to give uh, just a reminder, this was episode 10, so if you're watching the show as well, that means we only have five episodes left this season. Um, I cannot wait to see where we go from here. So <laughs> let's do it. Let's go. All right. So that uh, is going to do it for us this week, ladies and gentlemen. Again, not a not a whole lot of news, but boy, did we make a meal out of it. We're already over the two-hour mark. <laughs> so, 
All right, Cliff, let everybody know where they can find you online. Yeah, you guys can find me on LinkedIn, uh, linktree.com forward slash the underscore red dog 85. That has all my networks. So you guys can find me on IG, Twitter, TikTok. You guys can find me here at Nerds Around Table. You guys can also find me on the Three Count Podcast. And you can also find me on Now Entering the Ring. You guys can catch me pretty much just doing all the videos there. And yeah, man, that's kind of sums up everything, you know. And also in that mural, how do we know that there's not a portrait of Batman going down on Catwoman? It's probably there. It's hidden. Probably there. Probably. It might be there. The evidence. <laughs> Circumstantial. <laughs> you can tell what was on Cliff's mind this whole episode. <laughs> yep. The whole episode. Oh, man. You know what to do, ladies and gentlemen. Go follow him. Show him all the support. All the love. Uh, swag, go ahead and let everyone know what you're getting up to over on YouTube. Yeah, you guys should come over to YouTube, Mr. Swagtastic. Uh, you know, the usual lineup. Uh, but, like, as, like, I, I've got, like, new videos that I've been putting out. Uh, some funny stuff. Uh, really funny stuff. Like, Gardic Phone, that's a big thing that's been going around. That's also really fun to record and edit at the same time. Uh, you'll know which is which because the thumbnails for those videos are drawings in those videos. <laughs> which, that's that's another reason why I love making them, is because it makes my job a whole lot easier, because I don't have to make a thumbnail for them. I just have to look and figure out what picture I'm going to make the thumbnail for that video. <laughs> yep. Makes everything easier. <laughs> Alright, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. You know what to do. Go... Give him a, uh, go follow him, go subscribe to his YouTube channel, it's a good time. Alright. I am, of course, Antonio Padilla. You can find me on all social media, at Tron Pilgrim, or at Tron Pilgrim 87, you'll know which one to see. Uh, if you're watching us, you're watching us on YouTube, and if at any time you did enjoy this video, please consider giving us a like, and a subscribe, hit that notification bell, and leave a comment down below. If you're listening to us, you're listening to us on anchor.fm slash birds or on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, and anywhere podcasts are available. You can like Nerds of the Roundtable on Facebook, facebook.com slash Roundtable. You can follow us on Twitter, at RealNerds underscore. That's going to do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. Join us next time, same nerd time, same nerd channel. Swag, you know what to do.